Apparently every episode has to start with one of these quick notes. But in this episode, my audio kept dropping out repeatedly. And I, uh, it started happening more and more as we got further into the podcast. And I started getting angrier and angrier. And it is my regret that I do not have the outtakes of me uh, just going nuts. When it's so uh, I just wanted to let you know. We're going to the gates. We're going to the gates. We're going to the gates. You know what? I don't want to play defense. Are you kidding me? What? Gay noon. What the hell's going on? You're playing it safe. I. A brick. It's amazing. No way in hell I'm touching it. Are you kidding? You. I. I. That was really fun. Hello and welcome to the Sports Anomaly. I'm your host, Adrian Tadzaniga. I am joined live by the one and only Greg Seward. I can't believe I've got the mad, perfect Canadian. I've got the perfect Canadian. Uh, say, say hello, Greg. Hello, Greg. And Greg, tell us, uh, give me your bio. You were telling me before what you've been up to. I've known you for literally, I literally, I think, 30 years? No, 20. Uh, 20 years. Yeah, you and I started at Ziff Davis together. More Man, or less. I think you started a little bit for me. I knew you when you were just Todd. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. Now, you're grandfathered in. You can call me whatever you want. Oh, that's awesome. Um, and what do you? What have you been working on? Uh, so yeah, now as far as uh, my life in gaming goes, uh, I've been uh, hosting, a, co-hosting a podcast, Player One Podcast now for... 700 some odd episodes, weekly episodes with uh, Chris Johnston and... Uh, Phil Theobald, both uh, ex Sif Davis yeah. guys as well. What a, um, what a lineup. Download it now. You can subscribe right. to that, right? On you all can. platforms. On all platforms. Yes. I love it. Do it. And uh, also uh, producing a web series on YouTube uh, about the history of the psychogenesis called Generation 16. So that's kind of where I'm living as far as the gaming space goes right now. And you can subscribe to that, can't you? Yeah. Generation you should do it. com. Generation-16.com. That's uh, that's pretty great. I do want to to pause the podcast for a moment. So we're funding this podcast using Patreon, and so we have different tiers of dumb stuff that you get. And the this one guy uh, is extraordinary. He's on the yak yak yaker tier. He's giving us twenty five dollars a month. I think. I mean, I don't know. He might pull it before this <laughs> month is out. And I, who could blame him? But I wrote him because his name wasn't on the uh, the thing. And I was like, hey, what should I shout you out on the podcast? Because if you're a yak, yak, yakker, then I'm going to insert your name into every single podcast that we do <laughs> while you're paying us that extraordinary sum of money. Um, and I, I needed to do it at the top here so that I could have more and more fun inserting his name. But I wrote him and I was like, what, what do you want me to call you? And I... I'm just going to spill a little beans here. On his thing, it said Tommy G. So I said, what should I call you? Should I call you Tommy G? And then he said, uh, perfect Tommy. And then I didn't know if perfect <laughs> meant like, perfect, Tommy is good, you know? Yeah. And Or he said, perfect Tommy is good. And so I was like, there wasn't punctuation. So I was a little like, I'm going to call him Perfect Tommy. But then I saw him on Twitter, and it is Perfect Tommy. So Perfect Tommy, thank you for being a yak, yak, yaker. And I can't wait to put just slide Perfect Tommy into your earbud mentions uh, every week. Moving on. Uh, Greg, let's just get right into the show. We already uh, just want to break in here to say this was the first audio screw up. And you'll notice the sound sounds crappy after this on my end. Apologies. Now we're going to move on to the first segment of the afternoon because we're taping this in the afternoon. Also, I should 
should say we're delayed on this podcast because we're we were going to do a very special episode of the Sports Anomaly, and in fact, instead, we just got Greg Seward. Next week, we hope to have a very special episode. So that kind of that kind of hurts a little bit. I'm gonna say. I know, yeah. I know, it hurts. It's a gut punch. Um, but my hype for the week, we're gonna do hype and tripe. So one thing from the last week that you love, one thing that you hated, which suggests we should just call it love and hate, like the old days. But I'm I'm trying to evolve the podcast into a new era. So we're going hype and tripe. My hype for this week is Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One and two is coming in September they've redone all the visuals and i'm like my only disappointment about this is it's september because this is when i want to play it in <laughs> september i hope to be a little too busy and like actually have leaving the house to do but uh but i'm i'm just excited i mean it feels like it's been long enough to go back to that game and to see it with like popping badass visuals popping that's a term um greg what's your hype for the week which uh, my hope for the week is actually we're going to be talking about e-racing, but uh, the NASCAR season actually started back up again. They're actually racing again yeah. in real life. This is crazy. Uh, they're all wearing masks and stuff, which is interesting to see. But yeah, who's wearing ma- like the drivers are wearing masks instead as of as long as the drivers are outside their cars, they're wearing masks, and all the teams are all the team members are wearing masks, and there are no fans in the stands, which I have to say doesn't look that much different than last season. Right, but Th- that's yeah, a they're empty. that's pretty great. Um, the I thought maybe they had gone to just a, a mask only, so they got rid of the helmets. <laughs> they got rid of the cars <laughs> no, no. and their clothes. They're just running around the track with masks on. I mean, doesn't seem like people <laughs> yeah. would watch that. Some people would watch. I that. think a lot of people would watch that. <laughs> so they, I'd watch that. It would. It would have a, a early. It'd be like the XFL. Everybody would watch in week one, and then nobody would watch. The race should still be 500 miles, though. Foot race, but 500 miles. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and then every lap, you get one uh, like square of clothing. And then by yeah. the end of it, if you've made it, you're completely covered. I did think about this. <laughs> Speaking about masks, I was thinking about how people want to go to the beach, but a lot of beaches are closed. The people wearing masks, we might have an all-new sunburn, <laughs> which would be like from the bridge <laughs> yeah. of your nose down. Yeah. It'd be white and then above it. I don't know. That seemed funny to me. All right, tripe. Let's move on to the tripe. I'm calling out Fred Willard's death. It was so sad to me. He was in Best in Show. He was uh, one of the announcers. I think he was an announcer, right? Was he an announcer? Uh, I don't know. Let's say I, I never I saw know. Best in Show. Oh, my God. Sorry. It's not the best of the movies, but it's excellent, and it will make you laugh. That's a good, good time to watch it. Um, but I actually went to the Crufts Dog Show, in um where was it birmingham england so me and my fiance went and we the reason we went is because we found oh man i'm so excited about this this is everybody's hype for the rest of their lives if you go on there's a fly ball championship and what it is is each team has four dogs and they have to run down this track grab a tennis ball and then run back and it's a relay and it is so exhilarating and amazing and the dogs are just extraordinary and you know sometimes the dogs will drop the ball before they cross the finish line and they're disqualified or they have a bad turn and the ball bounces away or they just leave the track altogether and just run off randomly it's just amazing and the people are very british that own these teams and they look like they're ready to have dogs run races for them it's so great it's called flyball and cruffs dog show c-r-u-f-t-s but anyway it, i thought about that because of fred willard but he's such a hilarious dude i was like well what positive here and that made me think of cruft's dog show and just go on youtube google cruft's dog show you can also watch the competition where the dogs uh what is it? agility contests 
Oh man, you guys. There's a dog agility contest. Uh, Aren't they all agile? Okay, so this was the second time it dropped out. And the most important thing I want to say is if you think all dogs are agile, watch a pug do the agility race, which is totally possible. Cruft's dog show, find it on YouTube, agility contest, trust. Oh, and one other thing before we pop back in. Greg is about to decimate you with the most depressing moment in the history of 165 episodes of the Sports Anomaly. It's a pretty, uh, just, you know, brace yourself. Moving on. Uh, what's your tripe for the week, Greg? You kind of hit me like at the last minute with this, so yeah. I didn't really have anything prepared. I mean, I have I could say something, but it's pretty it's it's kind of a bummer. Great, like it's it's hit pretty me. seriously sad. Can't wait. The last couple months, Nova Scotia have sucked. Um, we had uh we had a mass shooting. Uh, when was that? Biggest one in the history of Canada. Uh, it was last month, I think. It's it was like twenty two people. Like, yeah. So there was that. And then it's just sort of keep going. Like we had a, a military helicopter crash, and one of the people on board was from Halifax. And there was uh, one of the snowbirds crash recently, and the, the the pilot that died there was from Halifax. So it's just kind of her, her procession is today. It sucked. It's been it's been a crappy couple months. Here. My friend is from, and we're all locked in the house, right? So yeah. So know. all this is happening where you feel more and more helpless. Yeah. yeah that uh, we it seems like the mass shootings have gone down, but now Canada's like, hey. <laughs> Let's yeah. let's just try this to see if we can. I mean, the good thing yeah. is that will Now's be the time. last one for um, tw- twelve to twenty-two years. I, hope I mean, so. It's so yeah. yeah. I mean, you really brought the energy to the tripe section. I thought tripe would be Sorry, more man. of a, a fun twist, but now we're all bummed out. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna pull it out with some breaking news. <laughs> so two things that I wanted to talk about this week. First of all. They're the return of sports. The Bundesliga is back for one. Tiger and Peyton versus Brady and Mickelson is happening right now. I just thought uh, I would get your take on that. Um, what do you think about sports opening back up and how are you feeling about it? Uh, I think I, I like seeing that they're taking some sort of, uh, I don't know, rational measures right. here. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, can't we can't stay closed down forever, I think. Um, you know, and sports sports are important, especially now where people are kind of a lot of people being stuck at home for so long and uh, feeling maybe a little bit hopeless and everything. Sports are important for that. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know if we're jumping the gun or not. I am a little bit concerned about that. But, you know, for certain sports like like golf is one. I mean, it's not like they need to be in really, really close proximity to each other at all times. It's not like football yeah. where you're smashing into each other every play, you know, or hockey where you're you're all crowded into one small well relatively small rink that's that's why i think racing works too because for the most part you know each driver's in his own vehicle so uh it's it's relatively safe so i think it's i think it makes sense it's a good thing I, i'm i'm less stoked about sort of close contact team sports starting up anytime really soon but but i think golf's a good start i mean my feeling about it is that my sound dropped out while you were talking about that, but I still heard you. And that's my number one feeling. My feeling about it is golf, like go nuts. But the problem yeah. with golf is I don't care. <laughs> well, yeah, there's, there's that. Yeah. Like yeah. golf, I love, I really like it as a video game sport. So that, yeah. you know, that's nice. Um, but I, the Bundesliga makes me nervous. Um, there's a part of me that wishes that baseball would come back as wiffle ball. And they would just go like, no catcher, a chair for, you know, the strike zone and, you know, running a bases. I don't know. Do we need it? Because uh, <laughs> baseball feels to me like a social distance adjacent sport. 
So right. I like that. But then, yeah. you know, there's going to be things that happen. Um, and so, I, like, soccer makes me nervous. But uh, there was apparently a coach, like, here's the, the links they're going to. A coach went out to get a toothbrush or something like that. And then when he came back, they're like, you left quarantine. You now have to be quarantined for two weeks before you can interact with the team. And, yeah, it's like to an American, it's nice to have a Canadian on. To an American, that probably is like, oh, quit, you know, don't tread on me. And I'm like, no, that's great. That's how you have to do it. Like, he messed up. He shouldn't have done that thing. It's wild that it would be shut down for that long. But at the same time, like, that's the because otherwise you could spread it to everyone and then it's all fucked up because you had to get a toothbrush who brushes right. their teeth <laughs> i mean that's the number one it's crazy I mean, you're not gonna be that close to anybody anyway right yeah it's not like you're gonna be able to smell right your breath, exactly no that's that's how i feel about it too where it's and that's why i'm saying stuff like football and, and hockey you know where it's like all it's gonna take is one player yeah. testing positive and then it's like okay let's trace that back so Here's the team they played with or they last played against was, you know, were they infected then? We got to test all those people plus the entire staff. Yeah. Which, you know, in, in those two sports <sighs> in particular, the entire staff's a lot of people. Yeah. Well, that's the thing know, about so. hockey coming back because I, I, there's nothing I would love more than for hockey to come back so we could have the playoffs because they could do a short little yes. five-game season and then do yep. the playoffs. And they've talked about doing... Everybody makes it. Yeah. They've talked about that. Every team makes it. Yeah. And... Um, I'm, I'm sort of like, if those guys wanted to go into hibernate or go into lockdown together for two weeks, that would be great. Cause then they could play after that. And then, mm-hmm. you know, then teams would be getting knocked out, then they could go home. So it'd really just be, I mean, think about the mental rigor of having to survive all these series and never seeing another human being that you haven't like elbowed in the face. Um, I'm sure the families would love that. Yeah, exactly. But it is wild because then you you realize like behind the curtain, behind, off the ice, there's just an insane amount oh, of people. Man. Ten thousand yeah. people is how much how many people it would take to bring the MLB back. And you're like, oh right. I mean, yeah, it's not like these teams just go to a secret location and then they're just going to play, and then that's yeah. the forty people that are involved. It's yeah, it's crazy. Or it's not like, you know, like my son's uh, minor hockey team or anything where it's like you have three coaches and a team manager and that's it. Right. It's like, no, there's a whole staff involved. Yeah. Like there's trainers and medical staff and everything else. Like it's just crazy. To bring this back uh, as we should to video games, what have you been playing any sports video games or have you been focusing? Or what's one video game you've been like, this is one I'm really glad I played or that I'm going to? I totally, from a sports perspective, um, use this whole, the pandemic as an excuse to get back into iRacing. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. I'm um, playing that a lot. Got a, got a new rig for my wheel and everything. So to find out that I'm pretty, you know, middle of the road as far as skill goes. Yeah, that's, our, that's where I expect it to be. That's our feature segment. So I I'm, I'm yeah. now will retract my question until later. <laughs> okay. Here's the third time it happened. And it would have made sense that Greg was laughing like he just was. Um, if I wouldn't have cut a little bit out, but I thought it was pretty wild just to hear that laugh. Um, I'm going to play it again just so you know what I'm talking about. (laughs) Yeah, he's not a psycho. It would have totally made sense. Anyway, uh, so it dropped out again. Shock of shocks. Here we go. Picking it back up. (laughs) Sorry, I couldn't resist one more of those. Okay, here we're really picking it back up. Uh, The second thing in the breaking news I want to talk about, Madden Bowl Championship. Uh, So that was played. And get this, if if you weren't following closely... Um, Raydel Joke, that's his nickname, Brito, won his first championship behind a run-only offense. 
Now when I say run only, he threw zero passes in the entire tournament using a lefty punter as a quarterback and a line minute receiver. What? Greg, give me your thoughts. That doesn't even sound like, like it sounds like the game would just melt down. I know. It's weird that they... So he's just yeah. that good or did he find some kind of exploit? Like So they the way the Madden uh, Bowl works that you get like a salary cap and you can just draft players that <sighs> old players, new players, whatever. And what he did is he just built a team that was all run focused and a really good defense and that gave him enough to basically never have to pass. And by not having a quarterback, that brought his salary cap Way number down. super low. Yeah, so he That's just brilliant. put in a nobody. It's, I mean, it is a brilliant strategy, but it says something fascinating. I, I don't you know, part of me is like, I don't know that it's a huge negative to the game because he was smart enough to go like wildly crazy and do the lefty punter at quarterback. But I think I think the this, Patriots should try it in real life when football comes back. Ah, I'd love that. I'm tired of them winning the division. Um, <laughs> but here's another thing. This is actually the most important thing that this story brought to mind is when people talk about winning a championship, they'll say they've won four chips, right? Yeah. But shouldn't they say they've won four ships? ships. Yeah. Well, it's a contraction. That's the important part. It's the beginning of the word and the end of the word. Mm. It's not just ships. It's CH from the beginning. and Right. Ips. Like with yeah. cannot, the apostrophe yeah. takes out the N O T. With this, it takes out the A M P I O N S H. Yeah, that makes that makes the most sense. That's what those things are for. All right, moving on. Pokemon Go battles, but sports. Uh, are you a Pokemon Go player? No. Oh man, my kids Don't. are. Okay, good. Tell them I'm ready to make some trades. Um, okay, so the rules of this game are very simple. You have to pick three athletes from three different sports, and you have 15 seconds to say three athletes' names. Go. Oh my God, do they have to be current? Michael Jordan, Wayne Gretzky, and Dale Earnhardt. They're all dead or retired. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> so that's a totally legit... Is Do you feel like that's your team, or did you just say three athletes that came to mind? I mean, that's a pretty great team. That's a pretty great team. <laughs> okay, I'm going to give you another shot if you feel like you want to trade anybody out. I feel like... Is Gretzky like your guy, or you were just like, I'm picking the three best people I can think of? I mean, I'd trade out... Uh, let's go for Crosby instead of Gretzky. I'm going to stick with hockey. Okay, Crosby instead of Gretzky. You're sticking with Earnhardt, or are you going to swap Earnhardt out for another race car driver? Uh, does it have to be somebody active? You haven't told me. I'm allowed no, to do No, you can oh. do whatever you want. Oh, it's I'm going to go with Ayrton Senna then. Who? Ayrton Senna. I don't know how to spell or say that Oh, name, my God. Come on, man. Ayrton Senna. A-Y-R-T-O-N-S-E-N-N-A. Man, where is that person from? Dude, he's like one of the greatest Formula One drivers in history. Ayrton Senna. Yeah. He's from Brazil, by the way. Oh, is he from Brazil, Greg? Yes, he is. We just had another audio dropout, but this one went a little bit smoother and then got confusing and then was smooth again and picking it back up again. Who is uh, J- Jensen Button? Is that his name? Jensen Button, yeah. he's He was champion in 2009. Yeah, I was at a bar one night in London and he and his manager were there. Really? We having the, like, the most fun time in the world with him. My That's awesome. Big, yeah, it was awesome. He's supposed he was to be a really nice guy. Yeah, he was super nice. He uh, he took a liking to several of my friends. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Ayrton Senna, Sidney Crosby, who's your third? Uh, who did I say originally? Um, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Which is fine. Yeah, I'm going to stick with Michael Jordan. But I just don't... F- really? Yeah. You're a Michael Jordan yeah. fan? I don't know. Okay. I do, I, I'm only going to do this uh, every week with someone, but <laughs> I wrote mine down, so I had more time. But I was thinking last week we had... Um, 
uh, Rich Grisham did his, and he said Ken Danico, Gary Carter, and somebody I can't remember. And it was such a funny trio that uh, I was like, oh, who would I take if it was actually me? So I, I said Ryan Sandberg, Brett Hall, and Allen Iverson. But I can't, uh, I can't yeah, truck with Brett Hall. Ah, who was the Brett Hall fan? Yeah, I loved him. He was a. Blues I was going to say he was on the Blues, I though. It him. makes sense for you to love him. That makes sense. Yeah, but he really makes it tough to keep loving yeah. him. I'll tell you that. Uh, all right, now we're getting into the feature section of this podcast. We're going to talk about e racing, or possibly i racing, as you've called it. So now I'm not sure which to call no, it's it. It's e racing, but i racing is, is a e-racing. service. Ah. Yeah. Man, who knew? What? Okay, so if I wanted to get into this, because mm-hmm. I was like, man, I need to do this. First of all, what? So I'd subscribe to iRacing.com? Uh, that's one way to do it. Yeah, if you want to. So iRacing is pretty much, uh, it's more hardcore sim racing. Um, right. That's one way to do it. It's it's a ton of different types of racing. There's like uh, short track, uh, pavement, dirt, uh, road courses as well, and open wheel uh, full body, all kinds of different types of racing. And you can do pickup races every few right. hours. There's usually another race in a division. Um, so that's what I use, but it's, it's a monthly subscription. And, and if you want to race on something or race with a car, that's not in the base subscription, you have to purchase that stuff too. So, oh man, do you get to keep it forever? Yeah. But yeah. I mean, if you, you want to use the service, you got to keep pay- paying subscription fee ah so that's right. uh that series is actually built on way back in like late i think it's 98 or 99 sierra uh the company's not around anymore but they published a series called nascar racing that was uh developed by a company called papyrus and um sierra finally went kaput and papyrus went out of business i believe but the one of the main guys i think who ran papyrus i'm not sure he bought the source code for that game and that's basically the backbone of iRacing. They built iRacing off of that, of that code oh, base. Oh wow! And it's just been going. Do you know what since. happened? Do you know what happened to the company after they sold off the racing part? Uh, Universal bought Sierra ages ago, and they still use uh, the name, but it's not really you know Sierra is. A, but Papy- sort of an I'm talking company. about pa- Papyrus. I think they a lot just of wanted pe- a business. No, in fact, they became a font. Nice. Anyway, I try. I was yeah. That was I'd, a long road to a small house. So it was said, but if you would have, you would have just said, I don't know. I could have <laughs> nailed that joke, and it would have been great. Instead, I had to sit here just like sweating, like yeah. please God, please God, don't know anything about papyrus. <laughs> it became a fun. A lot of people don't know that. Um, okay, so how much is this service? This is why we had you on because I was just curious to hear about iRacing and e-racing, but they're apparently different. Um, so iRacing, how much do you have to pay a month? Uh, there's different tiers and it's all depends on like, you know, if you want to pay for the year, I think it's, I think it's like a hundred bucks. Oh, that's not too It's not bad. I pay monthly and I think it's like 15 or 20 bucks a month. So yeah, it does. But you know, I mean, you get out of it what you put into it. Right. And I mean, you don't have to, you can race online with like Gran Turismo on the PlayStation 4 or, or the, uh, the F1, um, Gran Turismo Sport, there, there's like a professional league for that. The F1 series from Codemasters, they have professional league for that as well, which I'm not saying people can just get into. You have to actually be invited to those leagues. But, you know, like you can do all that stuff too and you're not paying a monthly fee. You're just buy the game and you're good to go. Oh, I see. Yeah. So you can play Gran Turismo 4 under this umbrella? Well, I mean, e- not as part of iRacing, but e-racing in general, right? So like that's the that's the big thing that... 
And when we were first talking about it, that's kind of what I was uh, pointing out is because where we've been talking about how sports are all shut down and like, you know, NASCAR has just opened up again. And I think F1 is getting ready to start their season sometime in July, maybe June. I think it's July, though. Um, what's happened is a lot of those drivers and actually like uh, the broadcasters as well um, have started broadcasting e-racing. So a lot of those drivers actually migrated to services like this to race and uh and you know like fox sports has actually been running iRacing events broadcasting them on television in place of the actual racing right and so there's a few interesting things that have happened there's obviously been the crazy racist incident that is seems Uh isolated um is that guy just sort of like his goose is cooked for a while i think he's done for although i don't know so that's kyle larson and i mean he for somebody who it's too bad because he is like a super likable guy up until that point. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's like one of the young racers who was coming up through the ranks and he's, he is a very yeah likable uh, guy on television, but clearly didn't get enough media training to understand that every mic is an open mic. And yeah. Or like parental training. Use, yeah. There's a lot of yeah, different training. You know, didn't realize that some words are not okay. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting. Cause I like seeing that it was just like, oof. Wow. But racism is uh, pretty insidious and we see it rise up in strange ways. He got what he deserved. Yeah, exactly. So it's, I mean, it's just going to be interesting to see how that, and interesting is not the right word, but it's going to be annoying to watch that. uh, He, I could see him coming back. And the reason I say that is not because it's NASCAR uh, and like it's acceptable in some way. It's not. Yeah. And that's not how the sport tends to treat it either. But um, NASCAR is good i guess i'll say for giving uh their drivers and and team members another chance right um and from a standpoint of you know okay he lost his job that's that's with chip ganassi and the team but and his sponsors but i mean nascar will probably say like okay if you go through these sensitivity courses and this training and you you know it's it's basically they'll give you a whole roadmap of coming back and then we'll and then we'll give you another shot you know, you'll be allowed to come back if somebody will hire you. But, uh, you know, but they've done that from their, their drug testing standpoint. You know, people are asked to and try to rehabilitate and then they can come back. Right. Yeah. So, you know, you never know. Yeah. I mean, there might be, they might go that route. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not great. Um, the other no. incident that was more fun, I thought, and it has prickliness, but I thought it was more, was the rage quitting incident yeah. that happened? Was that Bubba Johnson? Bubba Wallace. Yeah. Bubba Wallace, I don't know anybody's name. <laughs> but yeah, basically he just quit like mid because he ran a guy off the road too, right? So it wasn't even that he got run off the road. It's just confusing. And then he just rage quit and then he was like, you know, this is stupid. This is only a game. Um, it's only a game. And that's what I sort of thought was most interesting that I want to talk to you about was this idea of is it just a video game? And then when sponsors are evolved, because his sponsor dropped him, because yep. they're like you made it. You sound like a shithead. Um, it's like, oh well, it's not just a video game in that case because you're putting money and other people are around. So I just wondered. I just wanted to get your take on that. Uh, my take is that no, it's not just a video game. And there were a, a bunch of really interesting articles about that after it happened because there was another incident uh, where it was kind of along those same lines, where they were having a virtual race at uh, Indianapolis, and. Um, there were two drivers in particular, so Lando Norris, who is an F1 driver, and uh, Simon Pagino, who is an IndyCar driver. I think he's last year's champion, actually. Um, they were both there, and at one 
in the race. And at one point, Norris was coming through the field on fresh tires, and I forget who the other driver involved was, but he kind of, I think it was Ray Hall, kind of spooked another driver as he was going by who turned into Pagano and wrecked him as they were fighting for the lead, I think. And anyway, near the end of the race, Pagano was basically out of the running, and he pitted and announced over his radio that he was going to go back out and wreck Lando Norris, who was about to win the race. He was about to. <laughs> oh, man. He was leading. He was about to win. And he right. went out and did exactly that. He got back onto the track, waited for Norris to get near him, and basically stopped in the middle of the corner, and Norris hit him, and that was the end of the race for them. Um, right. And sort of the defense after that was, well, it's only a game, right? But it's. When there are sponsors involved, and especially like you're, you're talking about you're representing sponsors and your team, even if it's just a game, and also a lot of these things are being broadcast live on networks, and there are more sponsors involved there where they're going to commercial breaks all the time, or, you know, this segment of the race is sponsored by so-and-so, and it's like, no, it's not just a game at that point. You're being paid in some form, whether it's exposure for your sponsors or what, you're being paid to be here. And you're, you're being expected to act professionally. And I have no uh, pity for any driver that, that uses the whole, it's just a game defense against why they, like, say, lost a sponsor or something. Like, you know, you're what you're doing is way easier than what you normally do for this sponsor. I mean, you're not really putting your life in danger. You're just sitting at your computer racing. Well, that's what I heard when you were saying it is, like, he wouldn't go do that in a real race because he not. could get killed yeah. and he could kill somebody. Yeah. But in this, he's just like, I'm going to go be a prick. Yep. And sometimes maybe like we should think in terms of life and death, you know, in terms of being, maybe we should all not be pricks. And yeah. that guy, I mean, that's a really pricky move because he's just mad. But if it happened on the real course, then he could, uh, he could he be could mad. Kill he could kill somebody. Yeah. Or he can kill it, himself. It's just, right. Which doesn't seem great. Yeah. But that's, it's <laughs> funny because getting into, when I've gotten into, I, I got into iRacing through all this, which I used to do years ago. And I basically got into it because there was an invitational event for local people. Like the league that I'm in is a bunch of the local drivers here, the pro stock drivers on the short tracks around here, which, um, you know, with my history, uh, my dad, and my uncle raced around here forever. So I kind of know that community and doing that, it's become abundantly clear that when you're out there driving a virtual race and you don't have to worry, if you wreck your car, you don't have to worry about dragging that thing back to the garage and fixing it and paying to fix it. And right. you don't have to worry about killing somebody and you don't need to worry about bodily harm to your own self. Then a lot of people's brains just seize up and they just do whatever the hell they want. And it makes for a bad experience. Um, but it's too bad because like we're talking about needing replacements for sports while everything's shut down and I think that racing in particular is in a very unique place where the thing that we would tune in to watch, the skill that we would tune in to watch these drivers uh, show us every week, they're still using. Like sitting down and racing in a sim is very similar to what you're actually doing in, in real life in, this, in that sport. It's not the same as like golf or hockey or baseball or football or any of those other video games where you need to be good at video games to be good at those games, right? Right. With sim yeah. racing, it's literally the same input. It's literally the same skill that's getting you around that track faster than anybody else. And well, it, th this, th this calls to mind something for me then, which is what they should really be doing is having a tournament where like they have every week they play a different game like they should start with rc pro-am you know <laughs> like just quit trying to make it a real thing that's fake 
or like quit trying to make the fake thing real and start being like, all right, tough guy, you want to run people off the road? Well, all right, we're going to play RC Pro-Am and then we're going to play fucking Excite Bike. I don't know. Like there, that's a terrible, yeah, well, it's a terrible example, but at the same time, but like if, okay, if that were the case, what four games over the course of four weeks would the Seward sponsorship want race car (laughs) drivers to play for a million dollars? Oh my God! Uh, well, pretty I mean, great it, question that came out of nowhere. Yeah, I'm pretty I know. proud it's, of myself. It's almost like you prepped that. Um, yeah, didn't. I mean, Excite Bike's a great start, and then I think we got to have Outrun at some point. Outrun's great. Yeah, Outrun's sure. great. Um, let's go with uh, Mario Kart. Off oh, Mario Kart's a, a no-brainer. How fun would it be to watch these idiots play Mario Kart? Blue shell each other, then see somebody rage quit. Yeah, exactly. Then you fu- then somebody's gonna come over the. I don't know if they're in the they're not in the same room. I was gonna say like the not the stanchion. Yeah, they can't be in the same room now. The divider, <laughs> like the like in an office. Like you they'll go just wait till they're back divider. out on the real track and actually wreck one another. Like that was yeah, for yeah. our run. That was for my that'd, that'd be great. And what's your fourth? Uh, Daytona. Daytona. That's kind of you know it kind of fits. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I definitely would make RC Pro Am one of them. I would absolutely make uh, Mario Kart one of them, and. Uh, I do track and field, <laughs> and I'd, I I'm gonna stick with Excite Bike because it's such Excitebike's a great. dumb idea. Um, but I think it'd be fun. No, no, you know what? The fourth one I would do is Marble Madness. <laughs> let's, let's really bring it home. Uh, I thought we were sticking to racing games, but all right, well, that's a There's racing game, right? Sure. Isn't it? Can you race on Marble Madness, or is that I don't a single think player? So. Oh, I thought it's you could. Player. Well, yeah. come on, these people have they can make a bunch of money. They can get. Bunch of fans. Yeah, they got sponsors. They can do whatever they want. But seriously, like I think that would be very exciting to watch these guys play those games, and then the stakes would be different, but it would also be fun. It would be like the sports anomaly of uh, whatever this e-racing is right now. Uh, this moves us on to our next uh, a near final segment, which is the Great Canada Off. And it, we're going to do an <laughs> iRacing format in which I'm going to say two things that are in competition, and you're going to tell me who would win the race. And it's a 16-thing tournament. And then we're going to find out who you think will win the Great Canada race off. All right, the Great Canada off. Here we go. Are you ready? Round one. Uh, I think. BioWare versus Ubisoft. BioWare. Okay. Fine choice. Drake versus Michael Bublé. Drake. Drake? Okay, great. Quebec versus Saskatchewan. (laughs) Uh, Quebec. Great choice. Uh, Will Arnett or Michael Sarah? Oh, that's tough. Um, I'm gonna go with Will Arnett. Okay, that's uh, to me. I I wasn't sure who to put second against Will Arnett. I put Michael Sarah, and I don't think it was tough. Now that I'm now, once you said that's tough, I was like, actually, you know, BoJack Horseman. Okay, now in the bottom tier here, four more. Labat Blue versus, or is it Labat? Labat. Labat Blue versus Molson Canadian. Ah, uh, Labat. Okay, Margaret Atwood or Sandra O. Oh. Oh, Margaret Atwood. No doubt. Okay. The WJ, WHL's Brandon Wheat Kings or the Moose Jaw Warriors? Moose Jaw Warriors. Okay. Great choice. And finally, in the in round one, Ryan Reynolds versus Ryan Gosling. Ryan Reynolds. Absolutely. No I, no you question. know, when I wrote that, I was like, this is a coin toss. I was in the shower when I thought about this segment. I was like, if he picks Ryan Gosling, that's insane. Okay. <laughs> you were in the shower thinking about Ryan Gosling and Ryan Reynolds? Just in a competitive that's I way. Think just, about them. just of them wrestling one another for dominance. <laughs> 
<laughs> shirtless. Okay, <laughs> round two. Bioware versus Drake. Uh, I still got to go with Bioware. Okay, that seems surprising, but I'm fine with it. Quebec yep. <laughs> versus Will Arnett. Quebec. <laughs> Will Arnett. Will Arnett takes down an entire province. Uh, uh, Labatt, uh, Labatt Blue versus Margaret Atwood. Margaret Atwood. Okay. The audio blew up again. There's no shock there, but I just thought I'd give you one of these. <laughs> and we get right back to it. Actually, let's not get right back to it. I thought this was a bad episode. I thought I didn't do a good job. But now re-listening to it, I think I did a fine job. Okay, back to it. The competition moves to Moose Jaw Warriors versus Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Okay. Now it's down There's to the There's some tough floor. decisions coming here. It's. I mean, maybe. Bioware versus Will Arnett. Uh, I got to go with Will Arnett. Okay, wow. One man took down an entire company after taking down an entire province, after taking down Michael Sarah. It's been a real journey for yeah. Will Arnett. It's been an emotional uh, roller coaster for him, I think. It really is. Now, Ryan Reynolds, Deadpool versus Handmaid's Tales, Margaret Atwood. Yeah, see, this was the one I was worried about. It's, it's very tough. Um, I, I got to go with Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds versus Will Arnett in the Great Canada Off Championship. It's got to be Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, I think he takes over. Man, Ryan Reynolds, you know, that gives me an opportunity to tell this story. I was sitting in Vancouver once, and I saw Ryan Reynolds and Alanis Morissette walk together outside the window. That is a double whammy of Canada. I know. And what's crazier is it was 2001. Wow. Isn't that crazy? That's, yeah. Yeah. I was like, I think I know that dude. So I feel like you've probably told me this story before then. Yeah, probably 20 years ago. Probably 20 years ago. It's crazy. Okay. Now we're going to move on to the next to next to final segment, which is the Netflix Minute. Uh, I wonder, what have you been watching and what would you recommend? I'll go first and say that I've been watching the uh, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo trilogy in Swedish. Um, It was for TV and it's clear that it was because the David Fincher one was amazing and I loved it, but everybody's like, no, the Swedish one's better. It's not. But, uh, you know, watching all three of them has been interesting. I'm finishing up the third one. But uh, I also watched Children of Men, not knowing who directed it. I hadn't seen it for years. I've never seen that. Oh, my God. It's incredible. It's a very good time to be watching it. Um, it's amazing. It's Alfonso Cuaron. And I said it like a douchebag. You know when people are like, yeah, I just got back from Beijing. Oh, I yeah, went to I Shanghai. I'm like, okay, let's take it down. Yeah. But, uh, it's Shanghai. Let's just, let's yeah, just yeah. settle down. But in terms of recommendation, definitely watch Children of Men. But Fargo, the TV show, is what I'm recommending this week. If you haven't seen Fargo, the TV show, it is, it's a ma- it's masterpiece television. It's it's so good, and the first season and second season, I can't wait to debate with somebody about which is better because they're both so extraordinary. Uh, all right, Greg, tell us what to watch. Tell us what you've been watching, and tell us what to watch. Uh, what I've been watching is actually uh, the end of the second season of uh, Dark Side of the Ring. It's a wrestling uh, documentary. Oh wow. Which I'm not a big wrestling fan, but um, this is just sort of all over the place, and it's all sort of tragic stories about you know wrestlers who killed their families. Or <laughs> there's yeah, you know, pretty stuff dark like stuff. Um, it is pretty dark, but it's pretty fascinating too. Um, and what I've started watching that I would recommend, based on the two episodes I've seen so far, is The Morning Show. It's on Apple Plus, though. I was talking to somebody about pitching a TV show, and I pitched. I told them what the idea was, and they're like. And I, and I told like maybe over the course of a year and a half of thinking about this show and sort of forming it in my mind, 
uh, I finally talked to somebody. I was like, yep, this is what I'm going to do. This next thing I'm working on, I'm going to write this half hour comedy. It's going to be this is this. And they're like, so the morning show. And I was like, somebody has been trying to get me to watch that show for over a year and I hadn't watched it. And now in that moment, I went to Wikipedia and I was like, oh yeah, that, uh, that idea is dead. Yeah. Well, I was going to do it more like Fox News had to throw a uh, a Muslim gentleman into the chair after Bill O'Reilly got uh, fired for racism. So that was more my angle. But they're like, yeah, that's just that's basically the same. And I was like, yeah, and I'm not the guy to do that anyway. So I'm going to I'm going to let that go. Um, so, yeah, but uh, I will now check it out because you've made me you forced me um, Two last things I want to say. The first is if you have sports video game memories that are 120 seconds or less, uh, create an audio file that doesn't sound terrible. You can probably just use your phone. It'll be fine. And send it to me and I will put it on the show if I like it. Um, Because I was just thinking about great sports memories that I've had through video games. And at first you're kind of like, why? Like, do I remember? Do I just play these games infinitely and just it's like in one uh, brain cell and out the other? And I started thinking about it. I was like, oh, man, I have these like really emotional connections to different things. And I won't tell you one now. But, Greg, do, is there anything that comes to mind where you're like, oh, yeah, there was that one race or there was that one game or there was that. Do you have one? Yeah, I do. But it's it's funny because when, I, when I'm when i going to talk about it here, it's nothing special. But I vividly remember um, the first time we played NHL 94, me and my buddy Colin, when I was a kid. And we played to a... Uh, a zero zero tie and for some reason i just vividly remember like just like this is the greatest game ever and i don't think hockey games are ever going to become more fun than this and i think i was probably right um and then probably other than that uh i remember winning a um gran turismo con contest at e3 one year that got me a uh, trip to california to see a sports car race and i managed i was able to take my dad with me it was the first time he'd ever been to california the first time he'd ever been to that racetrack and it was like a really great memory for the both of us so and it all came out of uh, being good at a racing game so i was pretty happy about that that's excellent um yeah i'm not going to tell you one now but it, can i just ask real quick do you remember if one of the teams played in that nhl 94 shutout was one of them the montreal canadians no it was not oh man it was Patrick detroit was and pittsburgh huh Okay. I don't remember who was on those teams except Detroit. I hated that team so much. Um, In closing, I will say this is now the Patreon Power Hour part of the show in which for 10 seconds or less I talk about uh, funding the show. So patreon.com slash sportsanomaly. If you give us $5, we'll be thrilled. If you give us $25, we will mention you on every show. If you give us, I think there's a $500 tier. But as I will always say, at least go to, to patreon.com slash sportsanomaly and just look at the pictures. You don't have to give us anything. Uh, I am so proud of the pictures I chose to go with each of the tiers, and I want everybody to see them because it cracks me up to this day. And uh, yeah, we're supposed to do every other show off Patreon, on Patreon, but for the first four, we're just going to give everybody the show so people go, oh yeah, that's that that's that award-losing podcast that I've always known and loved. Greg, thanks so much for joining us. It's been a thrill, except for when my audio drops out and then I, I cuss, which I wish I had outtakes of just me profaning about that. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so thanks for coming on. Hey man, thanks a lot. It's, you know, it's been a while. It's this is the nice only way we talk. Just chat with you. This, yeah. is the only, this is the only way we've spoken in 20 years. Yeah, if you ever want to talk on your podcast about eco, 
um, or Shadow of the Colossus, I, then I'm the guy to bring up. What? Can I say one thing before we go? Yeah, bring it up. So uh, one of the things that it's talking about Patreon, one of the things that I do for my uh, patrons uh, for Generation 16 is I do like a weekly sort of video log where it's just a stream of consciousness type thing. And I mentioned when I was recording this morning that I was going to be uh, on Sports Anomaly with my, my old buddy Todd Zaniga and I was trying to describe who you are. And basically the way I felt that I just could describe you best where people could relate is I said like, remember Vince Vaughn in Swingers? <laughs> That's Todd Zaniga. I feel like that's a the great compliment insult of all time. No, it's it's entirely a compliment. No, I appreciate it. I I'm <laughs> literally writing a a feature film script that has to do possibly with wiffle ball right now, and one of the characters is named Vaughn because we want Vince Vaughn to play him. But it's funny that we forgot that that was the case. He's just become Vaughn to us. And then I was like, yeah, that's surprising since the other character is named Rockwell. <laughs> that's, it seems like maybe we're tipping our hat there. And like, I feel maybe. Yeah, everybody's character was named after there was Randall for Randall Park, uh, which we've changed to Randy. It's Ali Wong, you know, that's what that stands for. Um, but yeah, it's pretty funny to hear Vince Vaughn's name come up. I've got a pretty great story about him at the Super Bowl. We talked about Dave Eggers in Chicago and uh, we became friends. And nice. that's, the whole, that's not the whole story. The whole story has like one other beat that's not interesting and I just realized it, but that's it. Join us next week for another exciting and hopefully very important episode or very special episode of the Sports Anomaly. Sign us off, Greg. Uh, Thanks for listening. It's been a real pleasure. (laughs) 